For real sports fans, back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Packers and Vikings conversation in this segment. We're real quick. Uh, uh, it always works this way, right? We just finished up with Dylan Mons, Iowa State. Uh, he covers Iowa State. They just sent out a release that they've suspended four freshmen from the team. Mm. Davion Kyle, Javion Morton, Joseph Skates, Dallas, Taylor Cortez, Uh, have been suspended indefinitely from the football team. Multiple incidents of poor choices and behavior. Um, Four freshmen, really, that we hadn't even heard of. So, Well, Skates was the big-time recruit that wasn't sure if he was going to be Oh, that got eligible late. Yes, you're right about that. Ohio State offers. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot about him. You're right. kind of stayed away. You brought him up on the show a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Well, let's talk Packers, shall we? We will let this Iowa State story percolate a little bit. Uh, he's Dave Sinek and TheHeadCheese.com. Packers playing preseason game number three this week. As everybody that didn't play in the Hall of Fame game are, they're way out in the West Coast on Saturday night on the NFL <laughs> Network. Hello, Dave Trenton. Ken, how are you? Doing great, guys. Good to talk to you as always. Good to talk to you, Dave Sinekin. Well, two games in, uh, both of them uh, found their way into the win column, trounced the Steelers, beat the Titans uh, in week number one. Uh, not preseason record doesn't count, but their wins nonetheless. What have you been most impressed with of the two games so far? Well, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, there's been some good things on both sides of the ball. I think overall, the play of the um, first three draft picks has probably been the most exciting because Unfortunately, the Packers are likely to want to count on all three of those guys, talking about the two cornerbacks, Jair Alexander and Iowa's Josh Jackson, and then third-round pick Oren Burks, uh, inside linebacker out of Vanderbilt, who is now going to step in for Jake Ryan, who was lost for the season with a torn ACL, and likely to be asked to be a three-down linebacker. And so far, he looks up to the challenge, certainly in pass, protect, or pass coverage. Um, stopping the run is going to be a question, because Jake Ryan was really good at that. But... So far, those three rookies, I think, have really, in in limited action, certainly Alexander missed the first game, only got 10 or 12 snaps. But so far, early results really intriguing for those first three rookie picks. As I said, Mike Patton's defense is likely to count on all three of those guys uh, a significant amount, and I like what I've seen so far. These next two games will give them a really good opportunity with a lot of playing time to really get more comfortable. Working his way back from an ankle injury, the running game, Jamal Williams. If he's healthy, is he a bona fide number one back? Look, anymore, you don't have a guy that's going to carry it 400 times like back in the day, but is he the clear-cut number one if healthy? Well, Mike McCarthy has certainly indicated that this week, guys, and he is going to get a chance to start the season to take that job and and run with it. All we heard in the offseason was running back by committee, three guys that can handle it, but... Um, Jamal Williams is going to get a chance with the Aaron Jones suspension for the first two games to really get a, a lion's share of the snaps. What he is really good at is pass protection, which you obviously need with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. He's very good at picking up blitzers and, and doing the blocking that he might need to do. And he's a tough runner. He hasn't shown a lot of burst, a lot of uh, uh, ability to escape tackles just yet. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, which is a nice plus as well. He's an all-around back and most ready to contribute. So if he comes out of the gate with home games against the Bears and Vikings and shows his stuff, he might make it difficult for Aaron Jones to get a whole lot of reps. But I have said it before, and I'll say it again. Mm -hmm. uh, I think no later than Halloween, Aaron Jones 
burst his way into that job. He's just too electric, has too much talent, too much game break ability. And I think ultimately, uh, when the games matter in the colder weather, uh, they're going to count on Aaron Jones to uh, really supply a lift to that running game. You know, earlier, uh, maybe first week he camp, very early in camp, uh, Aaron Rodgers tried to light a fire un- under his receiving core. He was not happy, and he wasn't scared to share his opinion, and you love that from a veteran quarterback. And obviously a guy, when he talks, the receivers are going to listen. One of the best that's played the game uh, in Aaron Rodgers. Has Aaron Rodgers, did his speech seem to work, Dave? Have you seen them pick their game up a little bit? Yeah, for sure, at least a couple of them. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who's the most intriguing of the three rookies, he's 6'4", he runs a 4.38. He trained with Randy Moss during the summer and the, in the spring, and he's a fifth-rounder, and he broke loose for about 120 yards in Game 1. Uh, was quieter in Game 2. Equinemius St. Brown, the Notre Dame kid, is more of a work in progress. I mean, neither one of those guys, frankly, should be counted on a whole lot this season to add a lot to this offense if they are then there's some injuries going on that are forcing the action because Adams, Cobb, and Allison, along with Jimmy Graham, should be the guys that are getting the lion's share of the receiving yards from, from Aaron Rodgers. But you draft three rookies, you're setting the table for, you know, obviously the years to come. Randall Cobb in the last year of his deal. Jimmy Graham, you don't know how long you're going to have him. So he, I think, was just trying to say, this is what it takes to be a pro. Every day you've got to be your best. And I think we've seen in both games those two guys have really shown, uh, I think, a lot of potential. The big concern guy is their first draft pick as a receiver, Jamon Moore out of Missouri, who had a penchant for drops in college and clearly has not shaken that yet. He has been brutal in the first two games. Mm. They like uh, the potential there. They like the athletic ability. But I think it's a mental thing. And he's going to have a big chance these next two weeks to haul in some passes from Hundley and Kaiser. And if he drops one or two, he might be the rare fourth-round cut when the Packers uh, – uh, figure out their receiving core for uh, 2018. So Kaiser and Hundley will play a lot tomorrow night, which means I, I guess that's the case. Aaron Rodgers was on the field briefly, but you liked what you saw, especially the way it ended with that touchdown pass to Jimmy Graham. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers, you know, most guys, most teams play their starters, as you know, Dave, way, way more in, uh, in week three, but do you think they'll err on the side of caution uh, with uh, Rodgers? Yeah, Kat, and just to clarify, that game is tonight, 9.30 start oh, uh, our time. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so I yeah, I got a nice doubleheader tonight watching the Vikes first oh, and the yes. Packers after that. Uh, I'll be doing my show from the State Fair tomorrow morning, so plenty of football to, for sure. to watch and talk about for me tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, this is not going to be the typical Game 3 preseason game for the Packers. They are not going to play really any of their first-run guys. Uh, Rodgers won't play. I don't know that Adams will play. I'm not sure the tackles will play. Uh, Green Bay is really going to go vanilla here and, and really give Hundley and Kaiser a, a good chance to, to play the lion's share of this game. The interesting third quarterback in the mix is Tim Boyle, a, a rookie who has looked so good in his first couple games that they're hesitant to play him too much because they want to just stash him on the practice squad and let him be their developmental guy. So it'll be curious to see how much Boyle gets tonight after looking so good. But I think Hundley and Kaiser are in a, a dogfight it sounds like they're going to keep both guys on the roster if you read between the lines and then keep three quarterbacks. But uh, the coveted backup job is up for grabs, and I think both those guys are going to get a lion's share of the snaps tonight and next Thursday in Kansas City. Good stuff, Dave Sinekin. We will talk to you before Chicago, uh, if not before. Thank you very much. 
Sounds good. Have a good weekend, yep, guys. You do the same. Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com. From the Packers to the Vikings, he's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive. He's the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen. Hello, PA. Welcome back to 1700 KBGG. How are you, my friend? Uh, that would be an L for Trent. Do you know why? Uh, no. You, you got Sinekin and you got me at the same time. How are we not on? How are we yeah. not on your show at the same time? Yeah, you know what? That, that's good. That's right just... at the end of Sinekin, and David and I have been friends for twenty years. We're hippie brothers. You got to throw me on, yes. so we could talk a little trash for about two minutes. That's a great way, and you can uh, count on that happening in the weeks to come. Blame the traffic cop over there, Ken Miller. Don't blame me, PA. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, sorry about that, Kenny. What's up, man? I'll Kenny, fall you on, with, I'll fall on the sword. On with the head yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys have a great back and forth, certainly when Packers and the Vikings, the border war, as you guys call it, and we'll see that in week number two. Uh, Paul, well, well, we'll hear you in the simulcast again tonight. That is, uh, I don't know who came up with that idea, uh, but for viewers, uh, certainly in, in Minnesota and us here in central Iowa, uh, Lieber, yourself, Corey Coleman uh, on the sidelines. That, that's a good. That's a good trio. This is a really uh, entertaining uh, listen, Paul. I'm glad you like it. It's um, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. You know, the um, I'm a radio guy, but um, you know, in working with the Vikings, they uh, they like me to do the simulcast during preseason. Um, I understand as part of my pay. You know, but uh, when when you have somebody talking in your ear frequently while you're talking it's not the easiest thing in the world to navigate you know and and i think i've done it five or six years now and um in the early stages not so much now but those watching tv would be like hey you're saying too much those listening on the radio used to the way i do it in the regular season they'd be like where's paul i mean it's not the same guy so you um you you just need to run the balance. Um, I enjoy doing it, and um, I happen to be quite excited for tonight's game. I I do too. It's a seven o'clock kick. You know you know what's impressed me so far, Paul, is a couple of things, and a couple of things I want to you know concerning a little bit. Rock Thomas against Denver was terrific. So was Latavius Murray, but Rock Thomas came in and really toted the rock. And then last week, Mike Boone, my God, kid out of Cincinnati. There's some depth. I haven't talked about Dalvin Cook yet, who will see some action, I assume tonight. Uh, but those two. Guys, Boone and Thomas fighting for what I assume would be the number three spot. That's a heck of a fight. Right? I think so. You know, I would say the same too. Mike Boone's been terrific. Brock Thomas, week number one. We will reconnect with PA. Get him back on your cell phones. Um, but the offensive lines, one of those concerns. They fixed it last year after being abysmal. Uh, the year before that, there's been some injuries. Pat Elfline being maybe the biggest concern. Um, so we'll get PA on that here momentarily as maybe he switches his cell spots around. Let's get him back, shall we? Uh, the the depth at the running back spot, Paul Allen. Heck of a fight between Boone and Rock Thomas for number three. Yeah, and hopefully the uh, Vikings' first passing offense. Struggling with Pauly. That's strike two. He, he said it's the same spot he always does the hit, too. Weird. Very weird. One more try, shall we? I believe that game tonight is on MeTV, which is, I think, 8.2. That's where it was against Jacksonville. So I'm assuming it would be parked in the same spot. Because I believe down the dial where the Vikings play is week one of high school football, so I'm assuming they're doing that. Uh, PA, talk. Uh, you were talking about the number one offense. 
Um, take three. Uh, yeah. I like Boone a lot. I think Boone's favored to win that third running back job. Uh, secondly, the uh, the first passing offense is really my A topic this evening. Uh, specifically, the first half, there have been reports Dalvin will play this evening. I can't say those reports are wrong, uh, but I don't expect him to play the entire first half. Now, the uh, you know the the first passing offense, and why and why I why I qualify it as first passing offense is the running game on all levels has been good all training camp, all preseason. And no matter what offensive line you have, what quarterback, what running back, the running game has been really good. Um, however, when the Vikings' passing game has gone against the Vikings' defense and against the Jags' defense, it hasn't looked good. When it went against your squad's defense without uh, Von Miller and Chris Harris, mm-hmm. it looked really, really good. Now, Seattle's somewhere in between. You know, Bobby Wagner's an elite linebacker. K.J. Wright's incredibly good. But the, the defensive line is a little different than what, what we've seen, likewise for the secondary. And we're at home, and Cousins just went 3 of 8 for 12 yards. So I think the emphasis this evening is to get that passing game going, specifically in the first half, because this is, this is the last time we're going to see Cousins, Thiel, and Diggs and those guys until the regular season. P.A., uh, the newest addition, George Aloka, David Zimmer knows incredibly well from his days back in Cincinnati. What can you tell us about the newest safety and, I guess, the category, the rich get even richer, the Vikings defense? I'm just kidding. I'm still here. <laughs> um, with, uh, with, uh, with George Iloka, um, quite honestly, I'm, um, I'm surprised that he was made available. I mean, you know, this is an 80-tackle-a-season guy who is kind of a hybrid He's not a linebacker, but he but he's big, tall, rangy, and he hits hard. You know, and and he personifies a strong safety. And and I I was moderately shocked that he available. So um, his relationship with Zimmer got him here. Mike brought him into the league from Boise State, played two years for Mike. And uh, so now the question is, where does he fit? You know, Sendejo is the starting strong safety, and and I'm I'm virtually positive he'll be the starting strong safety into the Niners game. But when you add an Iloka, that gives you the opportunity to work on some three safety sub packages where you get little on the back end with a bunch of good guys who can cover, including Iloka. And you also, with Harrison Smith, uh, George Iloka, Sendejo, Mike Hughes, and uh, like Xavier Rhodes, you know, all those guys are really good against the run. So I, I absolutely love the pickup. I'm curious to see what Zimmer's going to do with it um, uh, over the long haul. But, um, you know, I mean, George, George is right at the peak of his career. I mean, he's in his seventh year. He's right at the peak. And it's not like he's um, an, an every-year Pro Bowl safety, but he's a very talented guy who does a lot of things. So I'm, I'm happy he's on our squad. We have one minute left, Paul. Offensive line, Nick Easton's gone down. Eifline has not played yet. Uh, Remmers, I believe, has also been banged up. Uh, how about the status update on the center, the right tackle, and uh, the offensive line? Concern there? Uh, got no news on the center. Uh, I'm getting to the point where I'd be surprised if he plays in the regular season opener. I mean, he's done absolutely nothing team-wise the entire offseason. He's not going to play in the preseason, and he's not practicing. So he'll play. I just don't know when. Remmer should play tonight. That's good. Uh, Tom Compton's getting better at left guard. Rashad Hill, the right tackle, missed the Jacksonville game. Has to play tonight and, and might even need to play against Tennessee. I mean, he, he needs reps. Rashad needs reps. The second-round rookie, Brian O'Neill, I thought was better against Denver than he was against Jacksonville. Uh, but he's coming along more quickly than I thought he would. Uh, the, uh, the center they're using now, Cornelius Edison, is a really tough guy. 
Um, you know, he, but I don't, I don't know if he's, you know, but that, that's the status of it right now. And, and despite the offensive line with Murray, Boone, Thomas, maybe Cook tonight, they're running the ball very well. So mm-hmm. that's working. We got to get that passing game going tonight. Ten seconds on Daniel Carlson. I thought they did four bath a, a, a huge solid by releasing when they did, and I like this rookie. Yeah, it was a good move by the team. Carlson has a big leg. The uh, kick against your squad from fifty-seven probably would have been good from seventy. And uh, he comes <laughs> from the SEC, so he's played in front of big crowds. No doubt about it. Thank you, Paul. Paul Allen. Great to have you back. We'll talk to you next week, PA. Yep. See you soon. Good to talk to you, Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. We will take a timeout, get back to the college game. Bama Bob is going to be here. A couple of segments left on this Football Friday, 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu. Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on... Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost and found pets and sign up for notifications too. Learn more at iowapetalert.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. 
You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. You just get it through the experience. I'm a fan of a lot of our fast, casual cuisine. I love the theater and the shopping. My kids love to go to the parks. There's a lot going on musically. If you can't find things to do in Des Moines, you must be boring. This is a magical place. Don't miss out. Visit CatchDesMoines.com and plan your getaway to Greater Des Moines. Catch what you've been missing. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back as we continue on here. A couple of segments left to go. Thank you to our NFL guest uh, for that previous segment. Back to college football. Bama Bob is with us, as he always is on Friday, soon to be a couple of times a week, but uh, that'll be before we know it. Bama, good to talk to you. Trent and Ken, how are you? Doing great, guys. How are you? Doing fine. You know, Bama, I want to get your take on uh, Urban Meyer, who, um, you know, a couple of days, 48 hours, whatever, it's been removed from the press conference and um, you know, the, the the more you read the report, and there's a reason they held the press conference before the anybody that was yeah. there had an opportunity to fully digest the report because the questions would have been tougher and they should right. have been tougher. But just your whole take on how it was handled, and will Urban Meyer ever be looked at the same by non-Ohio State Buckeye fans? No, I don't think so. This this was this was an unmitigated disaster for him personally. Um, the punishment, if you want to call it that, I think probably was about what we thought. Ohio State could not. It was clear from, what, the last week plus, they were not going to fire him. Um, that was becoming obvious. But they were in a bind because they couldn't not do anything. They couldn't just, you know, reprimand him or something like that or fine him or whatever. They had to give him some games. And it was also clear that Urban Meyer did not think he deserved a suspension. Right. Um, and, and I think that's why that meeting took 10-plus hours, whatever it was. Uh, the, apparently, according to the reports, 
basically the president had to convince him to do it. I don't know how he did that. You know, maybe he said, listen, Urban, you take this or I'll fire you and we'll, we'll go to court. I don't know what happened, but it was obvious. That statement that he read, Ken, was the most disingenuous, uh, you know, it, it was, he, he was almost making a mockery of it, the way he was reading it, just almost speed reading. You know, he showed no contrition. He showed no sympathy. He showed no emotion. Um, and, and it's just it, it, it's just like, you know, when he was at Florida and they had 40-plus players arrested. Well, you know, those are isolated incidents. These are good kids. We run a clean program. Come on, Urban. I mean, at some point, just own it. And you, you mentioned the questions, Ken. I mean, did did they not understand the reason that they were in this situation was because they avoided the subject initially? You know, if they had just come almost, if they had just come clean at media days, maybe none of this happens. But you're right; they they held the report back. They had the press conference. It was a nothing press conference. You know, no answers, uh, nothing of substance. Then they hand out the report. Well, listen, you think reporters are just going to be satisfied with this? No, we, they, they're going to start digging. They're going to keep digging. It already turns out that he tried to erase some text messages. Um, and so if you had just owned it at that point, gotten it over with, swallowed it, whatever you want to say, then it probably would eventually you know, lose some momentum. But because you handled it the way you handled it, and because Urban in particular just made an absolute mockery of it and, again, showed no contrition or anything. You know, he didn't have to show contrition toward Courtney Smith. Could have said her name. Could have said her name. Um, and I will say this, okay, and I don't, I don't want to go too far here. I don't, I'm not sure we know everything there is to know about Courtney Smith. We'll find out more of that once, you know, I'm sure lawsuits and everything get filed by her and Zach Smith's attorneys come out, but but he could have come up and at least, without even if he didn't want to mention her name, talk domestic <laughs> abuse. Yes. Yeah. I've got a wife. I've got two daughters. Okay, I understand now that I let them down. You know, something like and and say it with conviction, not just ramble through something like you're speed reading a statement. You know, where he talks about, uh, well, you know, my judgment's clouded by Zach Smith because he's Earl Bruce's grandson. You know, so maybe I have a soft spot for Zach Smith. Shouldn't have had it. And like, good God, would you slow down? Nobody can understand the word you're saying. And after a while, it just it was clear that. He didn't think he deserved to be up there, and he was just going to read this statement and get it over with. But he could have come out and said, listen, I made mistakes, okay? I, for whatever reason, perception, whatever, I accept this punishment, um, and here's what we're going to do about it going forward. And, you know, taking a stance against uh, domestic violence, so against violence against women, anything like that. But he did none of it. And I, I just... I think it has really tarnished his legacy. You know, all the so. stuff that all the stuff at Florida. You know, when they started adding up to over forty, and and you know, again, Florida fans loved him as long as he was winning. Now, of course, they look back and go, "Oh, okay." At what cost? And thank God they had Tim Tebow to balance that out. Well, mm-hmm. you know, Ohio State fans obviously are on his side, but you know, as we get further and further away from this, are they going to? Can they really? Can a true Ohio State fan really look at this and go, man, okay, yeah, 73-8 and eight is great, but what do we really have in this guy? What do we, should, shouldn't he have done something? Um, but anyway, I mean, listen, he's got to live with it. It's out there now. He's done what he's done. 
Uh, I'm sure we'll get some one-on-one soft interview going forward, and he'll we'll get answers, and he'll he'll get coached that you know, listen, Urban, you should have been more contrite. He'll sit I mean, with Doctor Phil or with uh, yeah, you know, with Oprah, one of those. Teams. Oprah or somebody like that. I mean, Reese Davis got on there and and you know basically said he was really disappointed in the way he handled it. And Reese never criticizes anybody. Right. So did Jerry um, Donato from the Big Ten Network. That was yeah. that, that was um, yeah. eye opening to me. Yeah, absolutely, and rightly I so. Mean, by the way, rightly so. I agree. And you know, listen, you expect some of these, you know, constant negative, you know, the cowards and the Stephen A. Smiths and you know Skip Baylesses of the world. You know, they're going to weigh in and you know on, on their opinion. You know, Skip. You know, after he said, you know, Jim Harbaugh is a better coach than Nick Saban. You know, then he weighed in on this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and so. Take take that for what it's meant. Yeah, but, but yeah, it, it you, means way more when the guys were like went like a Donardo or like a Reese yeah. Davis, guys that Here. normally protect the yeah. brand are willing yeah. to go out and say what they really mean, which was and especially coaches too, coaches yes. that, that are that are in that profession and and, no, and listen, Jerry Donardo is by no means on a level with Urban Meyer in terms of ability or success or anything else, but he's run a program. He knows everything that goes into right. running a program and what you can and can't control and all the decisions that you have to make. And at some point, you have to make a stand. You have to stand for something. You have to draw a line. And I think in this case, Urban Meyer failed miserably at all of that. Let's move on to better topics, uh, or more yes. fun topics. Um, we had to address them. I'm glad you, we gave you an opportunity to do so. Guys, uh, 1988, 30 years ago, I, I'm still in Canada, and sadly, I did not see a whole lot of the Barry Sanders era. Now, the NFL is another animal. Um but 30 years ago, let me ask you both. And Trent, you've been quiet through all of this, so I'll yeah, start yeah. with you and then I'll get to you, Bama. Um, you you saw him play, I'm assuming. You weren't old by any means, but um, how old I was were eight. you? You were eight. And it was, yeah, kind of the floor level. I loved Major Harris that year. He was my favorite. Okay. I was a West Virginia fan. I wanted yeah. to see him beat Notre Dame. So uh, that was kind of my adopted team that season. But the Barry Sanders article that came out with ESPN, my biggest takeaway from, and he was, I mean, incredible. Uh-huh. And we'll, we'll get Bama's thoughts on, on him individually. But his offers, his opportunities, Oklahoma State, Tulsa, yeah. and Iowa State. Swing and misses. Or what what, it might, might, what might have been, huh, had he come north? Well, those oh two of those seasons, one year they went 6-5, and five, didn't get to a bowl game because there weren't a lot of them then. Right. The final season, his junior year, Iowa State was five and six that year. You don't think Barry Sanders is worth a couple of wins? Guessing the answer would have been yes, Trent. Ah, how different it could have been. In- that was my local takeaway from it. Great point, uh, Bama. How do you remember Barry Sanders, the collegian from thirty years ago? Well, I was a little, yeah, I was a little older than eight, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but listen, this was before really the ESPN hype machine yep. picked up, and you know, and, and every game was televised, and we had you know Big Twelve networks and SEC networks and Pac twelve and all that kind of thing. But what I remember was, I mean, he, just how unstoppable he was. I mean, and and the other thing I always loved about him in, in college and in the pros, you never saw him celebrate, you never saw him spike the football. It was the epitome of act like you've been there before, act like it was expected. Every run he ever made, every touchdown he ever scored, he just hand the ball to the to the referee, and, and and run off the field. And so I always always admired that about him. But guys, you go back and look at the highlights, and then you go look at the stats. I mean, he carried the ball almost four hundred. You got to remember too, this was twenty eight hundred and fifty yards in twelve games. That's all he played. Eleven game regular season. This was before the conference championships, and he played a bowl game. Um, the lowest total he had that year was 154 yards. 
Okay, he ran for 300 four times. He ran for 200 another three. He scored five touchdowns in the game three times. Scored four touchdowns three more. I mean, it was he was absolutely unstoppable. And I I don't I can't remember who the quarterback was. Was it Mike Gundy? It was, was it Gundy. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I, I mean, it, it, he gets he's so quiet and he's so unassuming that. It gets, and of course, the team. It was good, but it wasn't great. Um, the team lack of team success and it being at Oklahoma State. It just kind of gets lost in how absolutely great of a season it was. And I, I just, you know, he he was such to me. He's the best runner I've ever seen. I never saw Gale Sayers, which I think a lot of people kind of would agree, just pure runner. Um, to me, that me, was Eric Dickerson. Yeah, and Dicker, you're right. That's a, he. He's great. I mean, but Sanders just had that low center wow. of gravity. He, he basically, you know, invented the spin move, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. you just all these highlights in, in the college and the pros. You know, you got him, and then these these linebackers just coming up and hugging air after he spins out of it. I mean, it, it was just a absolutely a, a generational season. Everybody remembers what Tebow and Cam Newton did at the quarterback position. Not long ago, but what Barry Sanders did that year was was as good as anything that we have seen uh, in, in college in in our lifetimes. I think. Wish I would have seen more of it, guys. The draft the following year, just as an aside, we'll get back to college football. Nineteen eighty nine, first overall pick, Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. I'll save the second pick for a second. Third overall pick, Hall of Famer Barry Sanders. Fourth overall pick, Hall of Famer Derek Thomas. Fifth overall pick, Deion Sanders. Wow. The Green Bay Packers at two. Do you remember who they took? Mandrich. Tony Mandrich. <laughs> oh, my Sweet God. That's miss. right. You're the right. Incredible bulk. The incredible bulk, indeed. Yeah. Uh, guys, let, let's move on. Um, you have to watch one football. We're all going to watch more than one football game this week. But if you only could watch one college game, and there's not a lot, admittedly, um, what, game would, what game would you watch if you could only watch one, Bama? This weekend? Yep. Uh, you know, probably Wyoming, New Mexico State. I mean, it, it's it's you know Mountain West. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's the kickoff of it. Now, you know, next week. Now, starting next Thursday, you know, is different. Right. I mean, that's the whole Northwestern Purdue. Yep. Uh, you know, the the what are they the lid lifter or whatever they call it. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't <laughs> somehow that connotation just <laughs> you thought they could have come up with a better one, but anyhow. Um, I'd probably watch Wyoming Mexico State tomorrow. Uh, that's a, it's a night game at ESPN two. Kind of gets you into the season. It's yeah. out west, um, you know. So that's that's probably it for me. How about you, Trent? Bam, Bama's got it. It's yeah. probably going to be the better of the games too. I'm feeling Colorado State might run away and hide. That's what I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Colorado State, and for the sole purpose is next Friday night. I'm probably going to watch Colorado State, Colorado uh-huh. in state yeah, rivalry. That is such an underrated game. It totally yeah. is, Batman. The such reason an I, underrated game. I agree. I, I lived there for three years, kind of or four years. Uh, kind of got caught up in that one because I, I hung out with a bunch of CU grads, and um, that, so that's why I'm going to watch that one. All right, so let, let's go forward to next week, boys. Um, top three games of next weekend. These are three games we're going to preview next week. So we'll uh, each get a head start on this. I want to get your top three games of next weekend. And this, it's, I mean, it's all subjective, of course. Um, who are your top three games, Bama? Well, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Washington and Auburn. Yep. Uh, you know, six versus nine. 
Pac-12 team traveling two time zones east. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tough, tough spot. Last time they did, wasn't in the same stadium. The last time they went to Atlanta was two, three years ago. I was at that game where they lost Alabama in the semifinals. That's a tough travel. Um, and I think that's why maybe they're six. If they, if they win that game, they're going to get vaulted up into the top, maybe the top two, three, something like that. Um, so I've got that one. I got Michigan at Notre Dame. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're resurrecting the rivalry. It's at Notre Dame Stadium, I believe. I think it's a true home game for them. Huh? Uh, you know, Harbaugh. Uh, you know, you just you got to watch him because he's so quirky and goofy and everything else. Um, and then I'm going to go Monday. I'm going to say Virginia Tech, <laughs> Florida State because that's a conference game. I don't know that either one of these teams have got enough for Clemson, um, but it's a conference game. So. I'm going to give you a sleeper game, Ken, as well, and that is going to be Lane Kiffin going to Norman, Oklahoma. Ah, I think that's early, uh, too, is it not? It is. It's 11 that o'clock is, on Fox. Saturday, early kickoff, you know, going to be hot, probably, you know, probably 100 degrees mm-hmm. uh, in Norman. Uh, I think, you know, they've got bigger games down the road, Oklahoma does. So, I mean, what, what's Kiffin been doing all offseason? He's had an entire offseason to dial something up for Oklahoma. I don't think they win it, uh, but, man, that that's one that I'm going to be tuned into, I believe, early. Kyler Murray, boys. How about yeah. your top three, Trent? I, I think Bama has them pegged. At so least does the the first, the same list as mine. But number one on my list is completely different than your guys. Well, it's, 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 it's Iowa, Northern, Northern Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, you got not only getting to see. Are you going? Yes, yeah. Seeing the Hawkeyes for the first time, the suspensions, an opponent that looks to be able to provide a little bit of resistance. This isn't good, yeah. You know, this isn't a squad coming in, a terrible FCS team. Oh, no, they've got a pulse. It's not Indiana State. Right. It's Northern Illinois. So, yeah, that's obviously number one for me. But it, when you ter- take a look at the national games, the Michigan-Notre Dame game, you know, Washington could lose that game and still make the college football playoff. Auburn could lose that game, still make the college mm-hmm. football playoff. Whoever loses Notre Dame-Michigan, the seat gets red hot for Brian Kelly or Jim Harbaugh. Just like yeah. that. And and that's what we're talking Absolutely about right. with the Abundant Bama. Yep. Absolutely. I mean it, it just it, it it's not a, it's hard to say week one is an elimination game, but I mean Michigan that their schedule is just murderous. Yes. yes. I mean it is brutal this year. And Notre Dame we know always plays a tough schedule. USC on there, Stanford on there, uh some other some other I mean, I don't think they play Miami this year and no, I'm not sure. Um but yeah, you know Notre Dame can probably get in with a loss. Michigan, they lose that game. I mean, with with what they've got left, I mean they're they're looking at you know at that point it's depending on how they look too. And I'm interested to see what Shea Patterson looks like uh, at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, have they found something? Have they not? I mean, I, I I don't know. But I mean, if they drop that game, man, they're looking at what four or five losses maybe. Yeah. yeah, not good, Bama. Uh, not good. Um, I'm, I'm with you. They, it's the same three for, for all of us. But, Bama, I think you identified the early game for me. Uh, Singletary, terrific running back, Florida Atlantic. I want to watch Oklahoma, yeah. obviously. They're on Iowa State schedule very early in September. I will watch Akron, Nebraska at night. Um, I'm going to probably bypass Alabama-Louisville just because Akron uh, is on Iowa State schedule and uh, Nebraska, of course, is on Iowa schedule. Frost, yeah. So I know, yeah, Frost Frost debut. Yep, yeah. absolutely. All right, guys. Last thing, we got three minutes left. I want you to buy or sell these as playoff teams. 
Uh, we'll start in the Big Ten, Trent Con. You buying or selling Wisconsin as a playoff team? Sold. They're losing to Iowa in Kinnick Stadium. They got a couple of losses. <laughs> that, that has been sold. Wisconsin, <laughs> buy or sell playoff? Hold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, think they can, I think they can make it uh, because of the division they're in. I think they've only got a couple of tough games, and they're going to have a – they're going to have their typical bruising running attack. So uh, I'm going to hold them for now. Uh, I think they are uh, they are certainly clearly a candidate out of the Big Ten. The road games, and the, here's the toughies, Bam, and they're all on the road. At Iowa, and Iowa always picks somebody off at night at Kinnick. Uh, right. They've got to go to Michigan. They've got to go to Penn State. So um, hold is probably the right answer. I would mm. I think they can get in with a loss on yeah. that schedule. Uh, if they win the Big Ten championship, that's why I'm holding them. Uh, Miami, buy or sell? Bam, we'll start with you. Sell, sell, Trent. I mean, sell. Clemson's coming out. Of, Clemson's coming out of the ACC, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, finally, Big Twelve, Oklahoma, buying or sell Bama? I'm going to buy them. I think Kyler Murray. I, I and, and I tell you why I'm going to buy him. I love the head coach. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best in the game. I think mm-hmm. he's a rising star. We saw it so many times under Stoops, you know, top-ranked team, top-five team. They lose a game they shouldn't. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll know more after they play Florida Atlantic. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, listen, I, I, I think they got a real chance, and I don't think uh, – I think somebody out of the Big 12 is going to get in, and I, it might as well be them. Go to TCU, go to West Virginia, go to Iowa State in week number three. Buying or selling Oklahoma, Trent? Ah, that that's kind of like Bam. I'm always going to hold on that one. It just they're my pick to win the Big Twelve. I think they have two losses though. I think they look up and they're eleven and two after that. So eleven and two, then they probably need some help as a two loss team to get in the playoff. We have not seen that outside looking in. Indeed, boys, we're out of time. Uh, Thank you for this. We will talk to you next week, Bama. You know for sure that I'm going to ask you about the three games we just spoke about. We'll find a couple of others as well uh, to preview on Friday. Uh, great time of year. Thanks, Bama. Enjoy the weekend. We will talk to you next week. All right, guys. Always enjoy it. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bama. Bama Bob. You can follow him on Twitter, at Bama Bob. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We will. Well, we got to take a look at the baseball schedule, Trent, for mm-hmm. the weekend because it's been pretty good. We'll get your take real fast on Ankeny v. Ankeny. It's the Ken Miller Show. Final segment of the week coming up next. Trent and I until 2. Jimmy B and TC get you. Well, it's he's off again. The Trent Condon Show. Trent Condon Show gets you home today from 4 until 6. And then more Trent Condon from 640 until when? 11. 11. It's a long day on Friday. That is a long day for you. Ah, (laughs) youngster. It is fun. (laughs) Indeed, you're going to have a ball. Uh, We will uh, come back after this uh, with uh, our final segment of the week. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies for wins, for big games, for titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors, uh, these colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. 
waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate? Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip-flop revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at approvedbyjoe.com. Approvedbyjoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Price effects, trade allowance, negative equity may be refinanced. All terms subject to approval. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Guys, football season is approaching soon. Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will be devoted to football. Do what I do. Build up that Goodwill bank account. And here's a way you can build up that Goodwill bank account. Take your wife or your significant other to one of the many farmer's markets located throughout central Iowa. Grimes, Indianola, Johnson, Perry, Pleasant Hill, Polk City, West Des Moines, Ankeny, Beaverdale, Bondurant, and a whole bunch of them scattered throughout Des Moines. Farmer's markets continuing through the whole month of August for more information. Go to catchdemoin.com backslash events. The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back, uh, Trent. We do have to get to Mitch Holtis. We got a couple of minutes of Mitch on tape as he previews tomorrow's game. Your Bears uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, Kansas City Chiefs football plays here all season long, home and away on 1700 KBGG. So. Let's hear from our buddy Mitch Holtis. He says it's all possible by our friends at Papa John's. Mitch with a quick preview of the Bears and the Chiefs, and we'll come back and finish out the week. Well, this ought to be fun. After enjoying the closest thing that the NFL has to a sixth-hour high school pep rally, the Chiefs kickoff luncheon. It was held in front of thousands of fans at the downtown Marriott today. The Chiefs were introduced and then headed to the plane on the way to Chicago to meet the Bears tomorrow for a noon kickoff at Soldier Field. Why so much fun? Well, it feels like a football game in the backyard on Thanksgiving or at a picnic with your siblings and cousins. Not only is former Chief Offensive Coordinator Matt Nagy now the Chicago head coach, the Bears also have numerous former Chiefs on their roster, including quarterbacks Chase Daniel and Tyler Bray. Running back Niall Davis, offensive lineman Eric Cush, wide receiver Josh Bellamy, and defensive back Marcus Cooper. Then you throw in locals like Abilene, Kansas native and K-State star Cody Whitehair and former Nebraska Cornhusker Prince of Mukamara. Plus James Daniels, former Iowa Hawkeyes star, is a rookie on the Bears team. You get the idea. Oh yeah, hey, throw in new chief star cornerback Kendall Fuller. His brother, one of the four Fuller brothers, Kyle plays for the Bears. Andy Reid hopes the Chiefs offensive line gets the idea. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes and the first-team O-line is going to play three quarters. Plus, running back Spencer Ware may see his first action in a calendar year after tearing his ACL 12 months ago this week. The Chiefs' defense will once again be tested. Their young safeties, a big exam for them. Eric Murray, Leon McQuay, Armani Watts. Can the Chiefs get off the field on third down? And finally, speaking of Mahomes, he will always be connected with Chicago Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky and Houston quarterback Deshaun Watson. All three went in the first 12 picks of the 2017 draft. So somebody go to Hy-Vee and get the brats and the potato salad. And let's do some friendly backyard football NFL stuff. Style. The Chiefs and Bears tomorrow in Chi-Town. Reporting on the way to Chicago, I'm Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs. All right, um, you know, let's stay with football. What do you want to see out of your Bears tomorrow? Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I, I, the weapons are improved, mm-hmm. I believe. Kevin White going to make the football team? I think so. I think he's going to. It's going to be decisions, maybe an injury here or there, but mm-hmm. he's right there. Uh, I want to see James Daniels play center. Yeah, I do too. I don't get it. Look, do I, I. I know I am not an offensive line guru, and certainly Kirk Francis. Kirk Francis, yeah. What, what did he say? He's a center. Yeah, best he's, one he's ever had. Best one he's had. Yeah, he's a kid that was twenty years old. Guy that knows offensive line play. And I know that people are excited about the Bears' new offensive line coach. And Cappy told us that Wednesday, mm-hmm. but don't sometimes he just have, all these guys that we question? They probably know about more about things than what we're actually <laughs> <Well>, just a tad, <laughs> but. 
sometimes you get too close to a situation or too stuck in your ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't you like to have him to play guard. Therefore, he's going to play guard. I don't like having rookie center. Whatever it may be, there, there's something there that's almost like a blind spot. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Good way to put it. It's it's very simple from our perspective here. That got to watch GJ Daniels play for really over the last two years, and a little bit even as his freshman year. He's out there playing tackle. He wasn't very good at tackle. Played inside. He wasn't very good at guard. He's good at center. No, no. He got drafted playing, playing center. Real quick, a couple of minutes on baseball. I think the best series of the weekend, Trent, quite honestly, is uh, is Colorado hosting St. Louis. Two really hot teams. I mean, yeah. really hot teams. Um, two teams that are in a playoff fight. Is that the best? I mean, Pittsburgh and Milwaukee. If Milwaukee yeah. wins this series, you can almost stick a fork, and I think you probably can in Pittsburgh. But conversely, Pittsburgh could really now deal a death blow maybe to the Brewers if they're be if they're able to go in Miller Park and take a three pack from them. Yeah, I, I just I struggle watching the Pirates. They're not very enjoyable to watch. Well, they for traded me. all their guys. Yeah, it just. This weird mix of mm-hmm. guys that never was and never. I had still would like to go to their ballpark. It is beautiful. I I've, I have to get to that one. Yeah, That's you will, maybe on the top yeah. of my list. Honestly, make it a two pack. Plan a trip out there when Iowa goes out there for an early for a late September game sometime. That's what I did. Yeah, knocked them both off the list. Right, and, and it was great. Well, you got to see Beaver Stadium too. Yeah, I would love to. Dodger Stadium is still my. At the top of my list. I can't believe I've never been to a game. I can't believe you never have been either. I'm, I'm with you. Um, Bananaheim, it's okay. I mean, Dodger Stadium, I've got to get to. Sure. All right, so um, maybe not the best weekend. Ba- Seattle, Arizona is okay, but they're two West Coast teams that don't yeah. move our needle. Um, Locally, the Reds, obviously, as they started up with the Cubs yep, last night. Yep, they're ongoing now. The Twins, Oakland. I got to see Oakland last night, and they didn't look very good. Now, the best series of the weekend is the Cardinals and the Rockies. Yeah. I think it is. You identified it. Are you excited for Sunday night baseball, the Yankees and Baltimore? Woof. Woof, Woof. is right. I'll be finding something else to do, I think, Sunday evening. Well, you know what uh, Sunday evening is, right? What is Sunday? It's the finale, baby. The finale of Very Cavalry. <laughs> we will be back on Monday. <laughs> Trent will get you home from 4 until Full 6. Full recap of Very Cavalry. <laughs> no, I don't think I can go that far. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> uh, we'll come back on Monday. We'll have a It's game week after all. Uh, Dylan Montz will be here. Scott Dockerman will be here. We'll do a lot of football, surprisingly enough. Uh, Trent has got Ankeny versus Ankeny tonight. 6.40 pregame show. 7 o'clock kickoff. High school football on the air. Brought to us by a number of people in Trent will tell us who later on, but uh, Trent has the call of that one. Uh, We will uh, talk to you on Monday. Have a wonderful weekend here on 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. 
Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, USC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Don't waste away the last days of summer in a car you hate. Join my flip-flop revolution today. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. I'm on a mission to help everyone kick back in a car they love. I'll help you flip out of your current car and flop into a nicer, newer one by paying up to $4,679 more than appraised value for your trade. Relax in a ride you'll love. My one and only for the people credit approval process is easy breezy. My team is the best there is, and we know how to get you approved, even if you've been turned down before. Don't waste away the last days of summer. Be part of my flip-flop. Flop Revolution. I'll pay up to $4,679 more for your trade. And you can flip out of your old car and flop into a nicer, newer car today. But hurry, the revolution ends August 31st or after we've flip-flopped 82 cars. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm a dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Price effects, trade allowance, negative equity may be refinanced. All terms subject to approval. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite 515. 515-